Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, in his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests always sound so good here at Accelerate OC. Today's episode is sponsored by my friend Jeff Martin, and Jeff's from a company called Collective Genius, and they focus on helping to build high-performing teams for both venture-backed growth companies and venture capital firms. What I really like, and particularly this time of year, we're in the fourth quarter now, is his program called Peak Planning, and Jeff will lead a and facilitate a leadership team session for a high-growth company and has a bunch of tools that help around focus, alignment, and accountability, which is what uh, companies need and, and teams need, especially in those growth stages. And he can help set up a three-year vision, one-year plan, and those quarterly benchmarks or what often people now call OKRs to stay on track. And uh, at this time of year, as people are starting to think more and more about 2020, which is amazing that that's just around the corner, uh, doing those leadership offsites can be really helpful. So if you have any interest in learning more about peak planning, uh, hit me up, and I'm happy to introduce you to Jeff. I'm super excited to have my friend Beckham Thomas with me here today at Accelerate OC. And before we talk about his current startup, DCR, let me tell you a little bit about Beckham, uh, as he is uh, born and raised Orange County and uh, is committed to building it here. So, of course, that uh, makes me want to have him on Accelerate OC so he can tell everybody about it. So Beckham has uh, the founder and CEO of, as I said, DCR, but it's really Dealer Credit Resources. And it's a software as a service or SaaS company focused on the commercial equipment financing industry. And I'll let him talk a little bit more about that as it's probably not a topic that a lot of people have familiarity with. And so I, the way I think about it is, you know, small business, I grew up in a small business family. We had equipment. We were buying trucks. We were buying other pieces of equipment to operate the business. And small businesses do this globally. And I'll let him explain how big of a market this is. It is literally a multi-trillion dollar market every year. And often, they don't have the, the money to pay for that equipment. So they need to finance it in some way. And they need to get payment terms or some sort of program to pay for the equipment. And so... Beckham has figured out how to digitize this uh, to create a much more efficient market for all people involved. Um, he started it about a year ago, focused a year ago, although it's been many years in the making, and he's seen a need in the market for many, many years. And so that's what led him to actually start it. He'd been a partner, and he really is still a, a somewhat a partner in a commercial lending business here for a number of years. And he's been an entrepreneur and an investor in a number of other ventures. And I think all of those collectively have really shaped how he looks at building businesses and what's led him to really commit to, to building DCR and see such a big opportunity. As another example, he's also a partner in a fast-growing restaurant chain here that many of you have probably been to called Sessions West Coast Deli. He's definitely an overachiever. Uh, he's currently in, in uh, the middle of starting a company that has the potential to disrupt a multi-trillion dollar industry. He's also getting an executive MBA at Wharton. Um, he already has his law degree and his pilot's license. 
Beckham, is there anything you can't do? He's an Orange County native, as I mentioned, and he's committed to building this really innovative, disruptive, and I would also say purpose-driven company here. He is the quintessential example of the entrepreneur doing it here in Orange County. It's so great to have you here. Great to be here, Kerry. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's get to the starting line. Please tell us about DCR and how you found this opportunity. Sure. So I've had the, uh, the opportunity to have uh, exposure to the commercial equipment lending industry over the last 15 years, um, different capacities uh, as a credit analyst, uh, business development, uh, investor, entrepreneur in the space. And um, uh, through that, have have had the uh, uh, perspective to really see the challenges that are faced by uh, the parties in the ecosystem on a day-to-day basis. Uh, we've we've all been exposed to fintech in in different capacities, both uh, either as as uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, or in consumers. Um, most financial products today, we can go online, uh, conduct research, <coughs> compare and contrast available options. Um, and in many cases, uh, actually complete the credit uh, process, credit adjudication process, um, obtain the financing, and go on our way. The capital equipment financing uh, industry, as you mentioned, uh, is, uh, is represented by $1.7 trillion in total U.S. sales annually. Massive. Sure. And, and the majority of those sales are, are financed. Um, there's certainly um, a, a distribution between the types of buyers of equipment. Uh, these are planes, trains, automobiles, trucks, trailers, um, all the equipment that you see in your dentist's office is ultimately financed. Mm. And how that financing is delivered is uh, is something that, that uh, myself, my team, has, has really recognized there's a lot of pain in and around. Um, it's not an efficient process, and uh, it's it's not transparent. And you and I have had the opportunity to to collaborate over the last number of months in and around this opportunity. And we've, I think, both leaned in and said, "Hey, there's something that that should be better here." Um, and and uh, you know, can we build that? And and does that work in a venture funded model? And the outcome of those discussions with yourself and and other kind of mentors, advisors, and and, and investors um, have been absolutely yes. The incumbent parties that uh, uh, are are currently very very happy with their market position um, have not invested in innovation. Um, and unfortunately, um, some would describe it as is is. Uh, uh, is a challenged environment for um, small business owners to obtain timely, uh, transparent, efficient financing. So as you think about this, let's go, let's go a little bit deeper into the, the market itself. So you, you mentioned the small business owner. They ultimately are the buyer of the equipment. You have uh, multiple parties involved. In some cases, you have a dealer who represents a set of equipment of subtype that is representing brands or manufacturers that are manufacturing it. In some cases, the manufacturers are selling directly to the small business owner. And then you have these financing providers. Sometimes those could be banks. Sometimes those could be other providers of hard money or, or some sort of money source to do the financing. And you mentioned that uh, a part of the problem is the lack of transparency. But I just described a, a, an environment that has many, many parties in it. So now to my question, as you think about that, 
who is the driver for you? Who is tugging on you to say, I need to really go make this better? Sure. Um, so as we look at the ecosystem, we, we break out three different kind of distinct parties. Um, there's the capital provider, the bank, the lender. Um, they have a specific risk appetite. Mm-hmm. They're interested in a particular industry, uh, the borrowers in, in that industry, uh, transaction size, and ultimately credit risk. Um, uh, there are the manufacturers and, and their associated equipment dealers that you mentioned. Uh, there are large manufacturers, uh, some of which we're familiar with. Um, Caterpillar, John Deere, mm-hmm. um, and there are smaller ones um, that are that are interested in competing uh, by offering uh, promotional financing programs. Um, and then there's the, the the SMB, the small business owner. Uh, that connotation is 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 certainly can range, um, but these are really any business uh, that is looking to be efficient with their capital um, and is not completing a 12 plus month capital capex budgeting process. Mm-hmm. And so when um, they, uh, you know, you've got a seafood delivery company here locally. They need to buy two more trucks, either because two broke down, um, or because they got a new contract. They need to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking for the most efficient way possible uh, to find uh, the right vehicle uh, that meets their needs, um, and then obtain financing for it. Um, we know that working with your local bank can sometimes take weeks. A dealership is often going to introduce some financing offer, mm-hmm. um, but the the transparency and the, the comparison of multiple offers in that process is usually not possible. It takes a long time to, to really understand what the terms of financing that is being offered in the space. We're dealing with commercial lending primarily, um, and unlike consumer lending, there's not the same regulatory kind of apparatus that exists to to make those terms as as clear as they are for you and I, say buying a uh, a vehicle, an auto, mm-hmm. and so part of DCR's mission um, is to bring the convenience uh, to that buying process. Uh, the dealers right now are having to manage this process themselves, and it's painful. Uh, the banks are seeking to lower their costs and increase their distribution, so mm-hmm. find more customers. So they have the balance sheets that they want to. Absolutely. This isn't a this isn't a new asset class. Um, uh, the the, uh, the 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 banks have been in this market uh, f- in about the same capacity, processing transactions about the same way uh, for the last twenty five years. I've had the opportunity to kind of either be an active participant in it or or certainly follow along in different capacities. Um, and there's real demand. Um, these these parties saying absolutely we we we. Uh, we don't know why someone hasn't come and, and disrupted this this space earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, part of our thesis is to is to ultimately build on kind of the initial kind of uh, digitization of the process, um, uh, but in a way that is not um, uh, necessarily profit seeking for for ourselves. Um, an easy analog is is 20 years ago, if we were to buy an airline ticket, mm-hmm. uh, we would in many ways, need to call a travel agent. Um, That travel agent would have um, access to available schedules, available options, um, and then we would be receiving some of those options um, with economics or pricing that maybe were less than transparent for obvious reasons that that travel agent was commissioned in a particular way. Mm. Um, And so they would be maybe moving things to the top of the list. 
Today, you and I would, would rarely call a travel agent, sure. right? We're going to go on orbits or Travelocity. So half of our audience probably has no idea that travel agents ever existed. Well, um, <laughs> well, well said. Um, and, and now we get instant um, ease of comparison. Sure. So the quality has increased. And we have a lot of confidence that the pricing we're receiving there is the best mm-hmm. um, for us. Uh, we can make those trade-offs mm-hmm. um, because we we can compare the optionality that exists. In uh, we're dealing with with sizable purchases for these businesses, right? Fifty, hundred thousand dollars in equipment, and many times they don't they don't have they just have maybe one option. Mm-hmm. They don't have any options mm-hmm. in some cases. And the the mission with DCR is to be able to provide um, a process for the equipment dealer that the customer can easily obtain multiple offers at point of sale, which doesn't exist today, mm-hmm. um, and select the one that they think is best for their business. So it enhances the dealer's business, it benefits their customer, um, and in turn, our lender marketplace is 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 better supported um, because ultimately their origin- origination costs are less. We're a SaaS company. Uh, we have a small transaction fee on every transaction, but we're not biased to which transaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the opportunity for us to clearly present all terms, fees, anything that, that we as, as experienced partic- pr- practitioners believe are important for the for the borrower buyer to to be aware of we can present digitally um in a way that that no one has done before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's great well thank you for for going into another level of depth on that so you have a couple what i'll call beta customers and i've had some other guests on the show who have built their businesses on the back of some early customers in a, in a B2B business like this, often a really smart way to start a, a company is instead of just validating it with your own ideas using actual customers. So as you look at them, how important are they to really prioritizing what you're building and your roadmap at this stage? Great question. Um, they're <clears throat> critical. Um, fortunately, myself and, and my team has spent uh, a lot of time living uh, next to, and, and in some cases, actually inside these equipment dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, so understanding their pain points um, and understanding where kind of vertically enabled SaaS or software um, can solve a lot of either their manual processes or, or really just their pain points. Um, in our case, it's, it's delays, um, and it's 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 uh, not having the, the data available to either them as the dealer or to the customer at the time they need it. Um, that takes time for them to go find it. Um, so uh, the, the, the origin of this, uh, this business model actually took place uh, three years ago. I was doing some consulting with a large manufacturer. Um, I've set up uh, captive vendor finance programs um, uh, for manufacturers of the last 10 years. And uh, I was building custom software mm-hmm. uh, to support each of these. Um, and that's a pretty, pretty significant amount of, of deep dive, uh, you know, analyzing customer journeys, really understanding uh, what's occurring on the dealer side, their sales team, uh, their finance or credit manager, um, and then also the individual buyers. Um, and uh, so now kind of formalizing this um, under 
DCR um, and creating a, a SaaS platform that can be deployed to multiple customers. Uh, we've been very considerate of, of, of what feature functionality uh, is of kind of most interest to the mm -hmm. widest audience. Um, and uh, so far, the, the feedback and traction has, has been really strong. That's great. So you, you mentioned you've done some previously in, in setting up some of these programs, you've done some custom software development. This is really, I think, your first actual software business. And, uh, there, you know, as, as you no doubt are, are probably growing to appreciate more and more, there's a big difference between building custom software for a, a program or inside companies and explicitly becoming a software company. So what, what do you feel like you're learning so far about that difference? Sure. Uh, I'm learning a lot. Um, uh, in many ways, uh, technology enablement has, has been one of the themes that has allowed me to be successful in, in other, uh, other ventures. Sure. Um, so I have a lot of appreciation uh, for what uh, software can enable. Um, uh, one thing that, that uh, I have really stepped into is the, the ecosystem that we have in Orange County um, and the experience in sectors uh, that, uh, that I have less experience in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, over the last year, I've, I've been able to, to get a, a really warm reception from a lot of parties um, that, uh, that ultimately want to help uh, DCR uh, advance and, and kind of achieve uh, the next level of, 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 of uh, you know, business growth. Um, and uh, so connecting with you and, and many other organizations, uh, individuals uh, in the area uh, has been really rewarding for me because I think in a lot of ways, disrupting an industry doesn't occur by one individual alone, right? Mm -hmm. it, it takes a team, um, and that team is supported by, you know, tens if not hundreds of others um, that, that believe in the mission and uh, are, are willing to roll up their sleeves and, and, and really help out with, with their particular skill set um, to, to help make that uh, a reality. That's great. So let's, let's go under the hood a little bit. You, you alluded to this. You've been out starting to talk to folks in the community and uh, are starting to uh, consider raising money to invest in this business. As, as you mentioned, you know, first was sort of an evaluation of, is there a, a venture return potential here? I think most people would argue that in a trillion dollar market that's ready for disruption, that you should be able to find uh, a significant opportunity there. Uh, so how are you finding the investor uh, climate and the investment climate both in Orange County and in general, for an early stage venture like this is something that is on the mind of a lot of people here in our community, but would certainly love your perspective on that. Sure. Um, uh, it's a question that, that uh, I think comes up a lot yes. um, because um, uh, Orange County has a, a fantastic environment of successful middle market businesses. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, thought leaders, industry leaders with incredible expertise, and a lot of them um, are themselves participating as angel investors. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the the institutional capital community, the venture capital community, um, is uh, is not as strong as it is in in other uh, other areas. Um, uh, certainly, the Bay Area, sure. and uh, so navigating kind of amongst uh, some of those trade offs is something that that uh, our team uh, has has uh, has work through. Um, uh, the, I'd say the climate is certainly improving. Um, I, you know, 
being an entrepreneur for for the last ten plus years, I've I've um, uh, participated in in varying capacities, um, and I part of the reason, uh, part of the decision to for me to step into a full time role with DCR um, is uh, is that the, the 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 climb in Orange County I think is to a point where we're not only uh, having strong reception at, at kind of the, the seed stage of funding, uh, but the, the amount of follow-on capital that exists through the network that's here um, uh, can, can very reasonably uh, take us all the way through to, to, a, to a successful mature company stage. That's great. So audience uh, I've, I've found around Accelerate OC is really engaged and interested in finding ways to help. Right, as you said, building a company is a, a team effort, or I like to call it a team sport. I think building a uh, an innovation community is very much the same. And a big part of my reason for starting Accelerate OC was to say, "Hey, let's let's give a platform to people like you to talk about what you're doing and try to get the community to come around and and find ways to to help because that's going to going to create a more vibrant Orange County for everyone." So as you think about the things in front of you right now, what are the ways that you feel like this community can help you and, and DCR? Um, so I get the opportunity to spend uh, some time in the Bay Area and um, uh, I'll compare that with uh, the recent move that we made uh, into the Evo Nexus incubator mm -hmm. uh, near uh, near UCI. Um, uh, even just kind of that that move has enabled a degree of energy uh, that's that doesn't necessarily exist. We have you know phenomenal office parks uh, throughout the county, mm -hmm. um, a lot of great companies, um, but they're siloed. Um, you don't get the collaboration uh, that you necessarily do in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the the uh, the frequency or the distribution of startups um, and the 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 kind of the depth of the ecosystem of all the different uh, service providers and investors and advisors that help support that community is uh, is not as dense. Um, I know that there's been a, a Quite a bit of discussion, I think, on your show previously. Um, as a county, we're fairly spread out, mm -hmm. um, and uh, to to help uh, bring together um, kind of concentrations where startups can can um, really feed off each other. Um, and it's not just a, an energy; it's it's very practical. Sure. Um, a lot of the problems and challenges that early stage companies uh, have, uh, they're 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 common uh, across you know multiple. Uh, kind of types of startups, um, uh, as as well as industries, mm -hmm. um, and uh, so groups like Evo Nexus, uh, the Cove, um, OC Accelerate, right? They're they're opportunities to to get that collaboration that uh, an independent uh, kind of siloed startup wouldn't have, sure. um, and uh, so ultimately that's that's less opportunities uh, for that startup to be successful. That's all all good points. I, I think you know a couple things I'll I'll take from that. One is to just continue to challenge uh, the folks who uh, listen to show up, you know, come to those places, uh, come to the events. And I think the, you know, the other side is uh, I think Orange County's history is one of a lot of self-made, very independent entrepreneurs. And that maybe sets a tone of I've got to do it on my own. I have to figure it out myself. And, 
you know, that, that willingness to, to come and raise your hand and say, Hey, I need help or I don't have it all figured out. Uh, and, and look for camaraderie amongst other entrepreneurs or being able to be open, honest, vulnerable with advisors and mentors, because there are great people here with experience who are really genuinely interested in trying to help. And I think entrepreneurs like you who are willing to collaborate with others uh, and, you know, there isn't a silver bullet, but, but more people coming together should create more better outcomes. I like what you mentioned in terms of camaraderie. Um, uh, in, in many ways, um, uh, being in a startup and being an entrepreneur is, is not an easy endeavor. That's right. Um, and uh, the, the, the shared experiences that, that, that I have uh, been able to, to, um, to experience are really rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, uh, while that other entrepreneur isn't necessarily, you know, uh, in my office, you know, next to me, there, there's the opportunity to collaborate on certain challenges uh, and certain wins, right? Um, right? Hey, we just got two different uh, term sheets from two VCs. Like, how do we, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Um, mm -hmm. And, and that, that feedback from someone that maybe was just in that position six months ago, maybe with that same VC, um, the more interaction, nexus, connection points that can occur, um, uh, the more vibrant the, the community as a whole uh, will be. That's right. So you've been around Southern California, Orange County for, for most of your life. What do you appreciate most about? <laughs> I, you know, in many ways, I've, I've, I've made some concessions professionally to, to, to be here, um, especially kind of working in finance. Um, uh, I was... I'd say you're winning, personally. But that's, you know, that's, that's another way to look at it. Absolutely. Um, but in hindsight, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I, I was pretty purposeful to, to go away to college on the East Coast, uh, having grown up here, mm -hmm. um, with the, the, the plan uh, to, to then come back. Um, and so I was, I was uh, fortunate uh, enough to be able to, to do that. Um, and, and then it's, it's about building a great life. Um, mm -hmm. you know, work is important. Um, I'm fortunate to have family here. Uh, I've created great network professionally and, and socially. Um, I spend a lot of time, you know, at the beach and I'm up in the, the mountains as, as much as I can be. Um, the, the lifestyle component here, I think is absolutely undervalued, um, uh, in the sense that, uh, you, you don't have to be in a major metropolitan area, uh, to get, uh, to, to work at great companies. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, all the things that, that we almost take for granted, uh, whether it's the weather, lack of traffic, uh, great culture, um, is, is something that, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for every day. Yes, I am as well. And uh, I appreciate that. So as you think about Orange County as an innovation community, um, you mentioned you feel like the the movement is headed in the right direction. I, I see much more intentionality now amongst the community than I have in the 15 years that I've been here, which gets me really excited and, and encouraged uh, one of the things I talk about a lot on here is how do we as a community try to create unfair advantage for the entrepreneurs like you who are committed to starting it here, building it here, growing it here. And and frankly, we have world-class company examples, but how do we create more of those? How do you think about the things that you feel like would, would give you unfair advantage? That's a great question. Um, I, I, there's two things that come to mind. Um, the first is talent. Mm -hmm. um, I think that uh, w as a as a as a county as a as a startup community, 
there are so many great benefits of, of living and working in Orange County. Uh, and I don't think that that is as well advertised sure. as it as it as it could be. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what can we do to to develop um, the the talent pool um, and uh, and create uh, the same type of of environment where uh, there's a desire to take entrepreneurial risks? Um, and that's not necessarily for the the founding team mm -hmm. in, entirely. It's it's also for the the early team members sure. um, that that see the opportunity. My suggestion: the way we do that, uh, we've got great successes mm -hmm. uh, in the community today. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we we need to celebrate them. That's right. Um, uh, I'm I'm, you know, it's it's unfortunate sometimes that some people are like, hey, I didn't know that Restaurant 365 was this incredible, uh, you know, startup growth story. That's right. They're they're across the street from my office, and I didn't. I didn't really know of them. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we've got some great fintech platforms mm -hmm. uh, in 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 the area, um, and uh, so I think celebration of those, um, the teams that have built those, uh, would be a, a a great way to to bring um, positive attention to to the community. Yes. Well, unfortunately, Beckham, I could I could sit here for uh, much longer and, and chat about a number of these topics. Um, Paul is giving me. The, the time sign here. So we've got to go to uh, our final lap. And uh, as is normal for Accelerate OC, is I, I, I always like to uh, let the guest share a, a piece of advice or a key lesson that they've learned thus far uh, that they can share with other uh, listeners to the show or entrepreneurs here in, in Orange County. So I want to give you that opportunity. Thanks, Gary. Um, uh, tenet of, of kind of my my philosophy has is, is, is been to be mission driven. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's the necessary boxes that need to be checked uh, to, to qualify for for you know raising capital uh, for a successful business. Um, but if you break that down, um, where our team and our, our our advisors and our investors have 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 really um, uh, found a, a strong connection is that we are delivering a solution. Um, we are solving problems um, in a way that that uh, is best for all the parties, um, and uh, that's empowering. Um, Very powerful. And I think it takes some alignment. Um, those kind of experienced practitioners in in any vertical that that you or they may be in uh, find a better way to do. Uh, that business and go do it. Mm -hmm. um, and if that takes kind of uh, uh, changing the business model, um, disrupting it, um, that's typically where you find a successful, uh, successful startup venture. Mm -hmm. I agree. And often it's really hard to do while you're doing it the, the existing way. And so often why entrepreneurs like you have to, to come at it from a, a different angle. Beckham, thank you so much for taking the time to, to join today and, and for taking all of us on a ride about the, the DCR story that's just starting to be written. And I uh, really look forward to uh, walking with you on this journey uh, in the coming months and years ahead. Thanks also for leading by example. You've been an investor, an advisor, uh, as well as an entrepreneur in this community and, and, and really are... Uh, from my perspective, just getting going and helping to accelerate OC. Welcome to the family. Thanks, Gary.
You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together. 